Hello? Is anybody out there? Can't hear you. That's what today's show is all about. Race drivers, this is Enzo with the Race Driver Coach Show. What I want to talk to you about today is pretty big. Because if you're listening to this, right, you're listening to or watching this, you're the kind of person I know that has something that they're trying to achieve. And this could be in racing or business or any other sport or the creative world, creative arts. You have something inside your chest, in your heart, that is burning away, something you really want out of this life, right, over the next 10, 20 years. It's all you think about. You've got a crystal clear vision in your mind. You've listened to all the how-tos of how to achieve it. And this is another one, um, how to achieve it. And you're doing everything right. But maybe it's not going to plan. Maybe still you're not making the progress that you really desire or need to if you're going to hit what you want, what you've got in your mind, which is very common, obviously, because everybody, a lot of people start with this clear, I want this out of life. I'm determined. It means so much to me. And we've all got one of them. Now, from the racing world, it's obviously drivers saying they want to get to F1 or they want to be a professional driver or they want to win this season's championship or they want to get sponsorship in order to compete in the first place. So it's always a big goal when it comes to sport. People aim high. So that really ups their training. It, it ups their expectations of what they expect from themselves. So we always aim high in the sporting world. However, what I want to talk about is people do have these desires, but they're far too quiet. They're too quiet in their language, their words and their actions and even their body language. It doesn't. If you look at a lot of race drivers, right, when they're on the track, they're expressing themselves. They're driving in a way that is really them. If they hold fear, you can see it in their driving. But if they're confident, cocky, you can see that in their driving. The real them is there on track, exposed for all to see. And they don't really mind. They show up and go for it. But the problem is, once the helmet comes off on a lot of race drivers, that same warrior is not present. They're now this timid person who can't even talk to their engineer, can't express their true feelings, can't go out and sell sponsorship, is a bit too nervous to put something on social media because of the way it's seen. So, so what you see is, I mean, I've got no problem with alter egos. In fact, I teach a lot of it to make sure that you create the person who can show up on track. You know, what's the attributes of somebody who's going to win this championship? You've got to become that person. Fine. But when you're not racing on track, when you're at home working on your craft or working on the sport or working on sponsorship or with the race team, trying to lead them in the direction you need in order to win, I don't see the same person present. The same alter ego should be still in charge. That person who takes control, that person who goes for the gaps, finds opportunities on track. It's no different off track when you're working on your craft. You've still got to be that same animal, that same warrior. But I see that person take the back seat. They come in, park the car, take the helmet off, and they're quiet. 
not just quiet through their through their what they say, but also quiet through their actions, through their demeanor. They've got no brand, no presence. If you want to succeed in your industry, you must have presence. People must notice when you walk in the room. You've got to have something about you that's more than just the driving. Otherwise, you're invisible. And I'm seeing far too many people being invisible. When a race team's looking for a driver, they're not just looking for lap time because, to be fair, you get to a certain level like F3 and F2. There's not that much difference between the drivers when you're looking at the stopwatch. So it's, you know, two, three, four tenths, but you can work on that. But what they're really looking for is the character. Has that person got the mindset, the mentality? to help this team drive forward, to drive my car in the best way? Have they got the skills and like the confidence in the wet? Can they please the sponsors? And I don't mean just sucking up to the sponsors, but being the kind of person that sponsors want to latch onto. So really, when it starts, when you start to talk about success, character, the personality of the person, the work ethic becomes a lot more important. So if I, you know, when I used to choose drivers for sponsors, I say, right, this one's a good one. Let's sponsor him. That was a job I had for quite a few years. Talent scout, basically. You saw, you saw them, their results on track. That was the first thing. Like, okay, these five look quick. And then you go a bit closer or you talk to them or you ask people about them in the industry to get the background. And if they ever said, oh, yeah, he's all right, but he's just, he's just too nervous all the time, he's, uh, or she, um, they're very quiet, they're not very confident. You think, okay, maybe we could work with that, make them a bit more confident. Um, they don't really work hard on their craft, on their sport. Uh, they, they turn up late, go home early. They don't look like they're really enjoying it. And you start then to understand that I'm not going to back this person. I don't care if they're fast. I need someone who's inspirational. I need someone who's loud out there, going to push this brand forward. And it isn't just a personal taste of me or what I want to see in a driver. It's what the universe, if you like, requires of you. For example, if you want to get sponsorship and you know that requires you to go out there and sell the packages you've got, sell the products that you've got for these sponsors, go into network parties, cold calling bumping into them and giving them an elevator speech when they're at the, at the Starbucks and you're hustling that way, you're pushing yourself out there, putting yourself in front of people, right? If you know that's required in order to get sponsorship, which it is, but you can't do it because you're too nervous. You can't do it because you haven't got the confidence. You can't do it because you fear them saying no, you're being too quiet. And that's what this is all about. If you want to succeed, you've got to be as loud as you can. And then them, you know, be, them things being loud means through the voice, through your actions and through your demeanor, you have to stand out. You have to put yourself out there just like you do when you're on the track. So again, I say this a lot, right? Take a look back on the last week, on the last day, on today, and just ask yourself, have I been loud enough? Have my actions caught the attention of the universe? Just pretend someone's looking down on you right now and the whole world and they're kind of seeing who deserves a lucky shot, who deserves their chance. And 
what they're going to do is look for somebody who deserves it. Look for somebody who stands out for their work ethic, for how much they're peacocking above all the other people in their industry. And if you stand out enough, life might just give you a little present. And I want you to pretty much approach your days like this. It's like, have my actions, have my words, my intentions, like the amount of people I've spoken to and communicated with, has all this been loud enough to deserve a shot for my dream? And if it hasn't, I want you to start to turn the volume up. If you, you look back on the weeks and the days and you say, you know what? I haven't really contacted two sponsors in the last month. Yet I still have this goal in my head to get a sponsorship deal. I haven't really talked to the team enough because I know there's a problem there within the team that needs sorting out and I need to pick up the morale of the team. I haven't even bothered to call them. So again, I've been quiet on that front. I haven't even learned, even though I need to learn how to sell, how to pitch. So if it does happen, I can't really do it. I'll shy away and I'll be quiet again. So all these little things show, again, the universe looking down on you, seeing if it's your chance. If the universe looks down on you and sees that you can't be asked to learn the craft, you can't put yourself out there, you haven't made the calls, you haven't really even researched companies if it's sponsorship you're going for, you haven't approached them, you haven't been to that network party or anything like that, I'm afraid you don't deserve the goal that you have in your head. I really want you to avoid having your vision, your heart with this passion and everything you want, but then you don't have the work ethic, ethic or the actions or the voice to even warrant it. You don't deserve it. Take this on am, and ask yourself, am I being too quiet? Are my actions too small? If so, I need to find out why. And there could be a whole host of reasons. Maybe you're just not confident. So you know what? I'm going to spend this month being confident, learning how to be confident because that's a learned skill. Okay, some people are naturally confident when they're born into this world and some are not, but you can learn it. I promise you, you, um, you talk, you're listening to someone now who was not confident at school, couldn't even read in front of the class without going into a shell and completely screwing up. But then I learned it and doing bloody YouTube videos. Um, it became, this kind of thing became so important to me. And I think it was racing that taught me this. Now, racing teaches us a lot of life skills. And the one thing it taught me was to get up and go for it. I mean, I got to a good level. I won a championship, but really it was coaching that was my calling. But still, I found that on the way. I found that because I was being cocky, because I was calling up PR agencies and saying, right, I'm a British champion, even though I'd only won one championship in Britain. It wasn't like the British title. It was a British title. I'm a British champion looking for a PR company to join where I can bring you clients. And all I want is some sponsorship proposals and free branding, you know, to, to help me design my logo, my website. And in return, I'll bring you clients. That's what I said. I'm trying to remember now because it's like over 20 years ago. But I was cocky. I hadn't really got the track record to prove it, but I was cocky. I was phoning everybody, race teams saying, put me in your car, I will win. And I was calling everybody. I was getting managers to work for me for free because I didn't have the cash to pay them. And as I look back now at that person that did all that, the former me, I'm like, man, you had some balls on you. 
how did you even do that? I mean, I'll do it now all the time, but when you look back at the young kid doing that and he's 19, 20 years old, I've got to tip my hat. I'm like, man, that's, that's good. You understood that you had to work, but you understood that you had to get people on your side. You had to just talk to a lot of people. I remember having some kind of vision or belief, sorry, that I must speak to a hundred people to get one yes. And I just made it my mission all the time. Keep talking, keep talking. Because if you think about it, the only people, the only, the only thing stopping you, I just ruined it. The only thing stopping you getting your goal and your career are people and getting people to say yes. So the more you speak to, the more chance you're going to get someone to offer you something that's going to help your career. The more people you speak to, the better you get at asking, the better you get at selling. And just, just reminding myself because I saw the reflection, talking of peacocking, because that's what this is all about, right? Standing out. I have, this is a reason why this is yellow. And it's not just because I was a Senna fan and a Mansell fan. So it's kind of a, a mixture between the two. But I knew that I didn't really have a fast car, right? In Formula Ford. But I knew that on the mental side, I really studied the mental side and I really understood intimidation. So when I was following somebody, I made sure that even like before the race, the warm up lap, I was in their mirrors. I was in their mind. And then I got a nice big yellow helmet <laughs> to make sure I was really in their mirrors and they couldn't miss me. And if I'm chasing them in, in, inside, you know, in, a, in the actual race, that yellow helmet is coming closer and closer and closer and it's distracting them. It makes overtaking a lot easier. But the intimidation part of it was just me being out there, making sure that if the universe was going to throw me something, that it would see me. So that's why I had the yellow. It wasn't really that common back then. And I was actually known as the bumblebee um, because I had a black car. So it was yellow helmet, black car, yellow helmet, black car, and it stood out. And that's when I really made my theme. It was like, I'm going to stand out. I'm going to make sure I'm the driver that sponsors want to sponsor, that teams want to be with. And it really worked. And if you look at anybody that you admire, right, you look at Muhammad Ali, big mouth, big actions. Conor McGregor, big mouth, big actions. They walk their talk. They put everything out there and everybody hears them. Love them or hate them, it doesn't really matter. They're going to succeed. They're going to succeed and achieve what they've got in their mind. Now, have you done the same? Have you been loud enough this week, last week, last year? If not, it's time to turn up the volume. Put it on yourself, on your to-do list. Remember, I, I told you about my to-do list. I made my own. I want you to have a section there on your to-do list that asks the question, how can I be louder today? And you put the kind of actions under that title that force you to push out there into the big wide world? How can I be louder to people? How can I understand how to sell? I want you to start to spend your time on forward moving actions. I want you to shout louder. That means talk to people, sell to people as many as you can. Research them first, obviously. But come on, if you're looking for sponsors and you're only contacting three or four a month, not enough. You've got to get out there. If your team needs sorting out, if you know your teammate 
is peacocking more than you and the team is starting to go around them more than you or someone at work's getting more attention, it's time for you to step up and get people on your side. Again, the only thing stopping you from succeeding are people saying yes. You can do anything in this world as long as people say yes. So I want you to spend your time understanding how to persuade people, how to sell, but really how to stand out as an individual. Your goal, dream, means so much to you. I want you to give everything inside the car, outside the car, whatever it is you're doing in life. You've got to peacock. Please take this on. Make sure each day you finish the day looking back, asking yourself, was I loud enough today?